and welcome to the Cheer Up Podcast. I'm Kara Hunt, and with me is my co-host, Sherry Swalwell, author and speaker, Sherry Swalwell. And today, we're going to be talking about some of the books that she has authored. So how are you doing this morning, Sherry? I am doing fantastic. I am so excited to be in this series, this reading series, and um, that we get to continue it into August, too. I am just, ah, I love talking about books. I love when other people want to talk about books with me. I'll talk about books. I'll talk about coffee. I'll share my coffee. I just, <laughs> I just it just makes my day. Books and coffee, right? Yeah. Just go yeah. together. I like tea, too, but for some reason, there's just something about sharing coffee with other people. I know. It's, and I like coffee. I like it. Um, a lot too much. Uh, <laughs> but me and caffeine aren't necessarily always friends. So sometimes I'll just have book, uh, uh, me it's more like books and herbal tea, you know. Well, hey, I um, have something for you. I'm going to plug Christopher Bean because they have the biggest selection I have found of decaf coffee flavors. Oh, my goodness. I am actually drinking today white chocolate raspberry, but they also have a blueberry crumble. They have a butter pecan. They have a butterscotch brownie, I think. They have, you know, like your normal flavors like French vanilla and hazelnut and things like that. Mm -hmm. They have an apple cinnamon French toast. All of these are decaf. Christopher Bean. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because I'm, I'm, taking away the caffeine right now myself and that was one of the things that I really hated was that I like flavored coffee so that I don't put in a whole bunch of cream and sugar and stuff right and I like Mm -hmm. them light roasted as well and Christopher Bean has this huge variety of decaf flavored coffees and that sounds awesome because I'm like you I love flavored coffee love 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 it and and it's nice to know that they have alternative options out there like this Christopher Bean and with decaf. And it's exactly. so awesome because with me and caffeine, it's more of like, okay, so if you think I talk a lot and if you think <laughs> I talk fast, let me have some caffeine, okay? <laughs> yep, you and, and me both. And you will see that I can talk a whole lot more. I can talk a whole lot faster. And it's just like, you know, and it's, and so when I say me and caffeine aren't necessarily friends, it's, that that's what I mean. It just really, you know, I know people love it because it gives you energy and everything else, but it really hypes me up. Okay. It's almost like a drug. And exactly. It's like, it is. And it's just like, you know, and uh, my, which is why I haven't had soda in years. I can't remember the last time I had like a soda soda. And uh, my son, one of my sons love Mountain Dew. And I, I used to tease and say, you know, um, if you cut him, he'll bleed Mountain Dew. Okay. Because he drinks <laughs> so much of it. Him and my sister, they would love like the, it's the, the caffeine kick that they get out of it is what they love. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I remember the last time I tried a Mountain Dew or, or something like that. And then I guess now I hear that they have a high, a super high caffeinated Mountain Dew or something. Oh, you know, yeah. I think I saw something out there about that, too. 
Yeah, and I'm going, oh, my goodness, I would have been back on the regular Mountain Dew, and now they've upped it? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how these people do it. I honestly do not. And so maybe it just, you know, it just, it helps them. Like I said, I know it gives you that burst of energy, and it does everything and, and, and whatnot, and I, it definitely could do that for me. The downside was that I would annoy the daylights out of everybody. Yes, because I, I would be talking would a whole crabby. lot and too much. <laughs> well, and I would turn crabby. Like, I guess I would get so hyped up and have so much of that extra energy that I would annoy my family. And who wants to annoy your family? So <laughs> I know. That's why I said me and Caffeine are friends because it's, like, you know, I mean, you can only hear, will you ever shut up? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm going to be quiet. But did you know? Right? Exactly. (laughs) You know, so, yeah, it's like, okay, I don't need a ton of bricks to fall on my head. Yeah, that's probably just not for me. So I'm so glad that there's really good caffeinated coffee out there that, you can, you know, that you can have that, that that doesn't have that caffeine, you know, fix for people like me, you know, who apparently just can't handle regular caffeine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but today, we are, for those who are just tuning in to today, this is um, the third podcast series, uh, excuse me, the third podcast episode that is dealing with our summer reading series. And um, we started off about two weeks ago where we talked about um, Sherry Swalwell and her uh, fiction series, the Redemption of Green Pines series. And um, in the and two weeks ago, we were talking about Adventures Invitation, where it was kind of like an introduction into Holly and, and excuse me, one of the characters in the book, Holly. Book two is Journey Back Home. And today we are going to talk about Trail to Forgiveness. And I do want to mention that all of these books that we have been mentioning in the past couple of episodes are also available on Amazon. Sherry, are they available anywhere else as well? No, um, I chose to only do Amazon so that I could um, put them in the Kindle Unlimited so that people who um, didn't have as much money could still enjoy reading them and and pick them out that way. So no, right now they are only on Amazon. Only on Amazon. But they're also on your, are they on your website? Um, No, my website direct, well, yeah, I mean, you can see the pictures, but it'll direct you over to Amazon to buy them. Okay, so everyone go over to Amazon, (laughs) you know, and just type in Sherry Swalwell, last name S-W-A-L-W-E-L-L, and you'll be able to see all of her books, not just her fiction series, but her um, nonfiction series as, as well. But if you're looking for the titles that we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks, again, Adventures Invitation is book one. Book two is Journey Back Home. And book three is Trail to Forgiveness, which is the one we're going to talk about today. So what do you want us to know about Trail to Forgiveness, Sherry? I love how this book kind of played out. So Journey Back Home ends, and two hours later, Trail to Forgiveness picks up. And since I wasn't sure if people would read it, um, you know, I like to read series one right after the other after the other. Um, but some people had some time in between, 
I put the first, I put the last chapter as a prelude in Trail to Forgiveness so that the last chapter of Journey Back Home, so that people could pick right back up and be right back in the moment um, and start Trail to Forgiveness. So in Journey Back Home, we are introduced to four teenagers in um, Pastor Jace's youth group. They're seniors um, the year that, that we meet Jason Simone. And their names are Addie, Wynn, Zane, and Owen. And they're kind of like bosom buddies. They're like um, the four musketeers instead of the three musketeers. Um, Zane and Owen are best friends, and Addie and Wynn are best friends. <clears throat> and the reason I bring them up is because they're introduced in Journey Back Home. You learn more about them in Trail to Forgiveness. And then I'll talk even more about them in book four, Road to Freedom. So the Green Pines or the Redemption of Green Pines series really truly is all about the community. It's not just about Jason Simone. It's not just about Holly. It's not just about their four kids. It's really truly about the whole community. So Trail to Forgiveness brings in Officer David Winfield Moore. He is the officer that was um, assigned to a case, and that's how Jace met him in book two. He shows up more and um, is much more involved and ends up helping in the youth group itself um, and helps them uncover a problem that's going on that Jace and Paul just can't wrap their heads around. They can't figure out what's going on. They know there's a problem. They know something's happening, but they can't figure out what it is. And so the officer is right there, and he's able to help, and he's able to um, really offer his expertise. So um, he's another character that really gets um, a lot more exposure and a lot more um, time in book three. Um, The daycare worker who is Shannon, she um, watches Logan and Olivia, but she also keeps track of Chloe and Noah before and after school when Jace needs her to. Um, She plays a bigger part. Drew who is her son, um, Andrew and Shannon are married. Shannon is the daycare worker, and Andrew um, works a different job. And so Drew is their son, and Noah and Drew are best friends. And there is a – well, let me put it this way. So there are rumors going around the church, and Jace's job is threatened. So you have the element of the adults going on. But at the same exact time, you have an element with the the kids going on as well. It's a completely different thread, but it's also, um, it's suspenseful and it's heartbreaking and it um, just kind of lets you know that problems that happen to the parents trickle down sometimes to the kids as well. Um, There's some funny parts in this book too, some lighthearted moments to help kind of break the monotony of the, of the heavy, serious topics. Um, but the whole, the main element, the main thread, the main theme of the book is forgiveness. Um, it's Jace learning how to forgive the church. Jace learning how to forgive his boss. Um, Shannon having to forgive. Noah having to forgive. Drew having to forgive. Um, there's just a, a big element of forgiveness. And I talked about in book one about how Holly's family was very Christ-centered and how Holly has a very firm foundation of Christ. And um, that firm foundation is what makes it so that she can then help Jace 
um, and be an example to Jace um, through book three with the Trail of Forgiveness. Um, another element of that is Jace does not have a good relationship with his family, his extended family, his parents, his, his older, I mean, his adult brothers and their wives. Um, so he's getting issues and flack from the church. He's getting it from his family. He's getting it from Simone's family. Um, and so that whole element of forgiveness, not just is in his career path, but it's also in his family. And Holly is wonderful about explaining to him and showing him through actions and words um, how important family is, how important resolution of conflict is, um, how important family is. And it's her example to him that speaks volumes instead of, I mean, she's still offers him advice and she still um, seeks life into him, but it's her living example. And we talked about how Jace kind of missed the mark and how Jace stopped being intentional in book two. Well, God shook him up. God um, helped him come back home. And book three really shows that redemption in his life very well. It shows how he comes back to being the man that he was at the very beginning um, of his marriage with Simone. And it shows how he learned his lesson and how he is choosing intentionality every day now instead of um, continuing down the path that he had been on. Um, and one of the main themes that, that is underlying in this book is learning how to forgive yourself. Jace had to forgive himself and he really struggles with that in book three. And I don't know about you as a listener or as a reader, but I have to forgive myself. Um, there are things in my life that I've done that I'm not proud of. Even just things as simple as, you know, how did we end up in this situation, whether it's financially, whether it's a job, whether it's um, whatever, um, you know, I could talk about my own physical body. How did I end up being so out of shape? How did I stop caring about and stop taking care of myself? Um, you can wallow in that failure. You can wallow in that regret. Or you can say, you know what, God? Please forgive me. I messed up. I was wrong. I was selfish. I was lazy. I was whatever. Take full responsibility for your part in the the failure or the mistake, and then let it go. God's let it go. So you need to let it go. You need to get to the point where if God can forgive you, then you need to forgive yourself as well. And you need to move on. And there's that thread in the book as well. So those are just kind of some of the, I, I just don't want to spoil it for people, but there's a lot of action, a lot of adventure. And the feedback I've gotten from readers is that Book three, Trail to Forgiveness, is one of their favorites because of all the different interwoven storylines that's throughout it. And real life storylines that right. the topics that the kids are dealing with and the topics that um, the adults, the topic that the adults are dealing with. It's, it's bringing real life situation. And, and, and I love the title of the whole series that you have written, The Redemption 
of Green Pines series. And it's, it's like you said before, it's a community. It's a book about a community. It may start off with Holly and Jason, Simone, and everything else, but like you say, it just kind of just trickles in the, all these other different characters as the books go along. It's about the community. It's about the church. It's about the families. It's about, the, you know, the school-age children and everything. It's like a redemption of a town, basically. One person, one church, one ministry, one family at a time. Is, you know, and so I love that title. And then I also love Trail to Forgiveness, to Forgiveness, because anyone who's had to deal with trying to forgive someone, something, or somebody, has they know it's kind of like a trail. It takes a while sometimes for you to get there, depending on the depth of what it is that you have to forgive, whether it's betrayal, hurt, um, words that were said, abandonment, um, any type of thing, depending on the or, – or, 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 or when I say hurt, I don't mean just like emotional or mental. Sometimes it could be physical. So, and a lot of times for us to get to that point of forgiveness, it's, it's a trail. It's a journey. You know, it, it takes sometimes a while for us to get our hearts ready to be able to actually make that transition, uh, to make that decision to forgive those people that hurt us. And in Trail to Forgiveness, there is a lot of things, a lot of hard things to forgive. There's someone, there's a, a, an issue there where rumors are spreading like wildfire about something. And, you know, one of the things to me, me personally, is like, you know, I don't get offended easily by some things people say and or do. But the one thing that can really get on my bad side is if you lie on me. You know, and that's just one of my, you know, personal things. And mainly because, like I mentioned before, I already do enough stuff I have to apologize for. I don't need you making stuff up. Okay, I don't need you to be start creating scenarios and stuff of things that I didn't do. And in 12 to Forgiveness, they're having to battle the, the you know, the different um, rumors and, 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 and accusations and, and threats of, of, you know, this consequence and that consequence that could affect, you know, potentially someone's livelihood. So it is definitely, it takes you there and it's, 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 it gets to the nitty gritty of some real life topics that young children, that, uh, young adults, um, well, they're, they're a little bit younger than young adults, but that some that kids in a youth ministry would deal with, as well as some of the the the, the issues that the adults would deal with. And, and and Sherry's right. Sometimes what the parents and or our caretakers would do trickles down to some of the way uh, our kids can react and or react to certain situations. So I just I just love how it's called. The, the trail to forgiveness because, and especially when you've had a lot thrown at you, a lot, and it just seems like to be more and more and more, and you're like, I'm trying to forgive, I'm trying to forgive, but they just won't let up. It's just like unrelenting. And sometimes it does take a trail uh, to get there, but it is book three. It's called Trail to Forgiveness and it, uh, the Redemption of Green Pine series. And once again, it's just one of those books that once you put it down, you're going to be so eager to pick up the next one, which we're going to talk about in our next episode next week. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add, Sherry? 
Nope. The only thing I'll, I'll say to tie it up is the verse for Trail to Forgiveness is Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. A lot of times people talk about Ephesians 4.32. There's even songs out there about it and so forth. But I really think that adding the 31 with it is so important because in order to truly be kind and compassionate to another, you need to get rid of the bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander first, as well as all forms of malice. When you, just like your thoughts can't have two you can't have thoughts about God and thoughts about Satan at the same time in your head. One will, will rule over the other. One will rank over the other. You can't be kind and compassionate in your heart and have that come out of your heart if your heart's filled with bitterness, rage, and anger. So all of that ties into the whole forgiveness thing because you can't really truly forgive somebody if you're holding a grudge. You can't really truly forgive somebody if you're holding on to anger, if you're holding on to malice. And there are things that happen in all of our lives where the enemy is going to try to keep us replaying them over and over and over again. And that's where we need to take every thought captive. That's where we need to say, no, I choose to bless this person instead of relive the hurtful things that they've said or the hurtful actions that they've done. I choose to bless this person instead. And then that kindness and that compassion will flow from your heart and it will be true and genuine. So, Just like Kara said, I am so excited to talk next week about Road to Freedom, book four. And until then, please go over to Kara's website and check out um, all the things that are over there, K-A-R-A-R-H-U-N-T.com. My website is SherrySwalwell.com, C-H-E-R-I-S-W-A-L-W-E-L-L. You can book me for speaking engagements, both in person or on Zoom. You can check out the books that I have, both the non-devotion, I mean the non-fiction and the fiction. Um, And also, if you want prayer, need encouragement, if you want to talk to us about anything, head over to cheeruppodcast at gmail.com and send us an email. We would love to correspond with you. And come over and um, join us on the Facebook group, Cheer Up Podcast on Facebook. And we would love to interact as a community on there as well. So John 16:33 says, "These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world." Each book in the Redemption of Green Pine series talks about different ways that they've had tribulations and trials, different ways that we ourselves may have them because they're real life scenarios. But God will give us peace in the midst of it, and we can still be encouraged and be cheerful because we know that he has overcome. He has won. And as his son or his daughter, we have won too. So keep that in mind. Go out and pick up your own book if you want to and start reading about Jace and Simone and Holly. And we will talk to you next week about Road to Freedom. See you then.